Hello, friends. This is Miley. And Mandy. And we are The, the Main, Main Dish. Dish. We're happy to have you back with us this week. And, uh, you know, I have some news. It's actually really good timing because of the episode that we're uh, talking Wait, and you're sharing pregnant. about. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, okay. like... <laughs> Oh. Mm. Um, it's a no right now, thank goodness. I was going to say, bitch, if you're having sex, you need to tell me about this. <laughs> well, speaking of which, um, I, I, I'm back on the market, and <laughs> I am back on the dating apps, and I figured, you know, it's a great time. It kind of lines up with our episode today, because we're talking about dating and, and dating in the COVID era, yep. and so um, I'm super excited to kind of pick your brain, Mandy, about dating and dating during the COVID era, but also just, you know, um, sharing just tips, tricks, things that went bad in dating, things that went great maybe in dating or things that work and what oh, to, man. I don't know, how to navigate these waters. There's so much. It's it's not a lot more than I think it was in reality, and we'll dive into that in this episode a little bit more, but it's uh, a new layer of complexity and things to take into consideration. Okay. I'm hoping it's going to be fun to take into consideration. Yeah. I'm going to need your logins for all those oh, apps. right. We did make a pact yeah. that you, I, I would, well, actually, you know, there's that whole prompt about believe it or not, I made the profile but my friend swipe kind of thing. But I think I'm just going to hand everything to you. Like, you create my profile. You do the swiping. You can even do the chatting. Just tell me, like, what time to show up for the video chat or what, you know, what time to show up where if it gets to the, be the part where I can meet someone. Mm-hmm. But um, be witty for me. I will. Be funny for me. Done. And, um... And then teach me how to be witty and funny so that when I meet this any of the bachelors, uh-huh. I actually sound like the person that they were chatting with. Be prepared. <laughs> okay. Um, Mandy's boot camp. <laughs> Mandy's dating boot camp. Apps dating boot camp. Man, I, uh, I think I'm going to need a lot of help. It's a bit of a shotgun approach. I think we touch on this in the episode a little bit because your brother asks about your dating style and like kind of dating all over the place. And um, the thought was in my head at the time we were talking about it, but it's really a shotgun approach. And if you know anything about shotguns, like the um, the type of ammunition, when it's fired, it shoots lots of little pellets into like a spray like a very wide range instead of like one bullet in this one direction it's you know i i don't literally know how many so don't come at me gun people but um <laughs> it's just like in multiple it's like ways. a bunch of little pieces everywhere and that's kind of my that's my online dating okay. approach is just a wide range of people i don't like to say no to anybody too quickly i like to think that you know, so everybody has something interesting to offer, and I I want to make sure that I've um, given them a chance before I shoot them down. So, like, a shotgun approach okay. is sort of my online. So, I end up talking to, like, a really big variety of people. I don't meet up with most people, but, um, yeah, that's, that's my approach. My approach is um, leave no stone unturned. I like that mindset. Yeah. If it's moldy, I'm going to... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, uh, I, I remember when I was on dating apps a year or so ago, I swiped left more than I swiped right. Is left bad? Yes. Okay. Left is, wait. <laughs> Someone should teach me how to work right. that. So <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> Do you know how to use these apps? Because I just handed over everything. But I guess that's more in Bumble. So, it, so right. okay, so I'm on both. Okay, I'm so let you know is, I'm on both. Yeah, Hinge is where you have to like someone, so you have to press a button. Yeah, I really so like the no yes or no button. Yeah. I don't like the swipe thing, okay. and I'm not familiar with so it. So in, so we're gonna have to do a Bumble. That's camp. cool. We'll do a tutorial. Right. Uh, I'll look it up. I'll Google okay. it. On Hinge, you have to tap <laughs> yes or no, or yeah. you like something. Got on it. Bumble, you swipe left or you swipe right. Right. So we'll work on I that mean, so you don't it. swipe the wrong direction. Correct. Well, I mean, uh, what what's the worst case? Oh, right. Scenario? I guess you so. Yeah. Throw the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Or shoot the shotgun and yeah. see what... Spaghetti, it's a good one. I like that analogy yeah. too. So. so we'll see. And maybe this is my practice of being open-minded and uh, open-hearted. Open-minded via me. Yes. <laughs> Hold on tight. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed the episode. Yes. Have fun listening to our... Um, Musings on dating in COVID and the things we've done, the things we're doing, and some of the wild stories about dating. At the end of this episode, you'll hear some user, user, at the end of this episode, you'll hear some listener submissions on their wacky dating stories. Some of our wacky dating stories are sprinkled throughout. And again, at the end, some of our friends' dating stories. So we hope you enjoy. I hope you get a laugh out of this. I oh, hope, yes. We laugh know. a lot. I think I hope you enjoy and, and laugh as well. If you're in a relationship, I hope you just sit back in gratitude and go hug and kiss your partner and say, thank you for being awesome. Um, thank you for not subjecting me. I'm so glad I'm not <laughs> out there in the world right now. Um, I don't, I don't want that to sound like it's bad to be single. It's, it's not, and it's not bad to be dating, but you know, if you're, if you're not, just be grateful for the situation you're in. For sure. All right. Enjoy. And and enjoy our, our wackiness. (laughs) Let's talk about dating. I want to talk about dating. Um... I have some notes on dating. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah. so... I mostly wrote some notes down to myself, like, just to talk about... Just to think about... Get my head in a place about, like, where I've been with dating for the last 10 years. Because I don't think I ever put a lot of thought into it. Okay. Yeah. Tell me more. I, I... For the last 10 years, I... Or I should say I've been single for the last... I've been single for about half of the last 10 years. And half of that, I was in a long-term relationship. So obviously, I didn't think about dating then. And fresh out of the relationship, I didn't think about dating either. It's really only been the last, um, what is this, 2020? It's really only been the last maybe, maybe three years that I've thought about dating. And the last one or two that probably two that I put any effort into actually dating but prior to 10 years ago it was like dating was just something that sort of happened you know you're 
younger, you're out, you're with your groups of friends, you're constantly meeting people, you're doing things. Like if you were anything like me, you were out two to four nights a week with friends, doing things, social activities. I had a really big group of friends back then. Clearly this was, not that I don't have this group of friends now, but pre-COVID, we were always out and about and doing things and you're young and no one's married, no one has kids. Um, So we're out and about, you know, you just, you run into somebody, you're at a club, you're at a bar, you're at an event, you're at a gathering, you're at a friend's house and you're doing something obviously that you have in common and you run into these people and somehow you strike up a conversation with somebody, somebody catches your eye, you catch somebody's eye, they talk to you, you talk to them. Maybe they buy you a drink or go eat you a beer out of the cooler if you're at a friend's house, whatever it is. And you, know, you strike up a conversation, maybe you make out with a stranger at the bar, <laughs> you exchange phone numbers and sometimes you start dating that way. But so dating was never something that I put any thought into. Even the long, long, like most recent long-term relationship I had ended like five years ago. And even that was, I ran, I didn't run into him. My best friend physically ran into him at a nightclub. Like literally, literally, physically body checked this person out at a bar one night. Um, and she had wanted to go out and I didn't really want to go out. And she was like, come on, let's go out. Come on, come on, come on, come on. So talked me into going out. I went out and she's dragging me through a nightclub, sort of literally, <laughs> like had me by the hand and was pulling me across the dance floor. Um, as we exited like the restroom or something, we were going back to the table we were at and, um, she body checks a person and it was this hilarious moment of her. I'm behind her cause she's, you know, holding my hand, pulling me through. And she has this moment of shock and awe and looks at me and um, says to me, says something to me and I didn't hear her. And she said, is that your boyfriend? Or that's what I heard. And I was like, "I what? And I look around her to see what she's looking at, talking about. And this person looks around her at the same time. And we sort of look at each other. And then, you know, just is like, and then I stand back up and I just look at her and say, no. But she had said, is that your ex-boyfriend? She thought it was okay. the guy I had last dated. And um, I said, no. And he was whispering to his friend who was nearby, like, what the fuck is happening? What are they saying? And she was like, oh, she thought you were so-and-so. And I just apologize. So sorry. Sorry about that. Won't do again. You know, I clock he's cute. Whatever. Let's go move on let let's stop annoying these people like he's with these girls like this girl that girl let's go so anyways that's how i met my last person like real like long-term person um i hadn't ever intentionally put any effort into dating until recently and because it was always just something that sort of happened and now i'm trying to date and it's covid times you have to be really really intentional <laughs> your face says it all um, so intentional you have to and be really careful really intentional and really uh really put an effort into it like I can't just go I can't just go to a bar that I would enjoy so maybe say it's not pandemic there's no pandemic there's no COVID there's no concern about you know a disease a disease the, that's gonna kill you or potentially infect me and then I infect yeah. others and kill them so I can't just go, so like maybe I would just go sit at the bar by myself of a place I enjoyed 
and hang out, have a right. cocktail, befriend the bartender. So Correct. my sister was a bartender in Michigan, and when I was single, I would just go and hang out with my sister. Yeah. And right. <laughs> Quote, I would just go hang out with my sister. <laughs> I became friends with everyone. Like, obviously, I knew the owners because my sister worked there, but, like, I became a barfly at this bar. But it creates an organic environment, it right? Does. Like, it you does. know, like, where you can... I know my sister. She's high school friends with some yeah. of the other bartenders. I get to know all the bartenders. Like, eventually, you get hooked up. Oh, you're so-and-so sister. Like, I have no first name. I'm just so-and-so's sister. <laughs> Um, but I get to know people, people take care of me there, people look out for me, and I, you know, it just creates an environment, like you said, that people are there doing the things you like to do. And you naturally meet people. You naturally meet people. Today, you can't do that. Like, I can't just go have a Manhattan at a bar, or a whiskey bar, or a bourbon bar, or go sit down with a nice glass of wine at the wine bar by myself, listen to music, live music, that's not happening. Oh, yeah. I can't just go do these things and expect to bump into somebody out doing the same thing on their own. So it's it's this new environment, this new space that we're in where we have to be really intentional and put energy into. I think it's also coupled with my age. I'm no longer just looking to fuck around. I don't have time. You want to be... I don't want to spend time. Time is my most valuable resource. I don't want to spend my time doing things that have no return. That makes sense. Yeah. Much better way of saying it for sure. Yeah. So it's like an ROI thing for me. It's, um, am I putting my time into something that will give me a return? And I don't know. I hope that doesn't sound selfish, but I hope that the person it's meaningful. I'm, you want something meaningful. Thank you. You, know, you want your time to be spent in a meaningful way. Thank you. And so maybe that's how I am, am interpreting it. Like, yes. um, I mean, that's how I mean it. I hope that the return I'm getting, the other person is getting a return out of me as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not exclusive to me getting something out of this. I hope that well, you're yeah. getting. I mean, a you're getting to hang out with me. So, <laughs> but I think part of it is like, again, with COVID, it you can choose how you take COVID. But COVID mm-hmm. for me has also taught me the value of time, and so. Mm. We want that time, whatever we invest that time into, we want it to be meaningful. We don't want it to be spent on just, quote, having fun or nights that you're just going to get drunk and forget about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you want to be spending time. Wait, have with... you done that? <clears throat> no, which I might put that on my bucket list because I've never done it before. So I might as well, you know. what? I Can might I chaperone? Well... <laughs> but right, like, I'm saying like. I, I will totally go out and be sober if you want to get hammered. <laughs> I will keep an eye on you. How, uh, you know, how, hey, do you remember the nights? Do you remember yes. when I did get hammered? <laughs> you know, kissing strangers is not on my. Uh... Imagine the shock <laughs> on my face. As I had never done that before either dude, I until was, that night. I was the first person in the Uber. And the only person in the, besides the driver, it's just me and the driver. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, all right, where are we going? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're waiting on my friend. Um, where the, she was right behind me. Oh, she's kissing that dude. All right. This should just take a second. (laughs) I have no idea what came across me when I was kissing that guy. I don't even know who he was. That was the first time you made out with a stranger at the bar. Exactly. That's adorable. First time ever. I don't even know what came across me. Don't even know who he was. One of my good friends, Roy, loves picking on me for some of these moments where I've, we used to stand at, like... I've been in Scottsdale a long time, 
And the club scene was very different than it is today. Mm. Um, there used to be other bars. Like, none of the bars that are there now were a thing when I was going to the bars and the, quote, clubs. And we had friends who managed some of them. And um, needless to say, we never really stood in line for very long. And um, we were always with guys. So we always felt the need to wait in line with our guy friends. We rarely would just ditch them. Sometimes we did. But sometimes the girls would ditch the guys and just go in because we could get in for free. No problem. But sometimes we stand in line with the guys. And there was one incident where it was right around spring training and some guy like man some this happens a lot it probably still happens today it definitely happened a lot back then where spring training in scottsdale for those that aren't aware um half of the major league baseball team comes to phoenix and spring training happens here i don't remember how many teams it is it's like many many probably at least half of them yeah yeah a lot so half i don't know how many half is for i'll just guess like 14 or 16 or some shit like i don't know i don't know sports ball so (laughs) (laughs) sports ball um half of the league comes to arizona for all of march like it starts they trickle in beginning Mm -hmm. of february they're here through february and then march there's all these games standing in line for the club one night and i was I don't know if I was sucking on a sucker or if this guy was had a sucker, but at some point, I want to say it was his, and I took it out of his mouth and I put it in mine. I want to do that. This is some shit. <laughs> this is some. This is some pre-COVID this nonsense. Is, I like this. Um, and it was mine from then on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might have given it back. I don't have time for this shit. Like, get out of here. Take this candy. What am I? Twelve. So. But I definitely made out with him in line. And I don't remember his name. I got no information from him beyond that. And all I got from him was he said he played baseball and he was there for spring training. One of my best friends, Roy, I don't think I lived with him. at the, Maybe I lived with him at the time. I forget. But um, he was like, <laughs> he said something about baseball. And I just apparently spouted off with a very Mandy I like baseball. (laughs) (laughs) And to this day, it's one of these things he teases me about. (laughs) If there's like a dude nearby or apparently I'm behaving in a certain way, he'll just shout, I like baseball (laughs) to pick on me over it. Um, I like it. But it doesn't work because I fully own that moment in history. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. That is one thing I do, I am a little mad at COVID for because... No more making out with strangers? Well, yeah, but I think like right before COVID was when I was like, I am going to live like I, like all, like everyone else lived during college because I did not live that way. Like I did, I was not the partier. I didn't go out to party. I didn't go out. I didn't like, you know. I think everybody has to find that moment. Yeah. And like the night when I, the night that I kissed a random stranger was like, a few weeks before COVID shut down. And I was like, no. yeah, I'm ready for this. It was the, the night, night the was pandemic the night? was declared. <laughs> it was the same night a pandemic was declared. Yeah. And we were both like, how do we feel about this? <laughs> Are we panicking? We should probably just have another drink. <laughs> Man, yeah. We were like, <sighs> I cautiously. We'll, we'll probably never <laughs> get back to those days, huh? I have no. lost my opportunity to just make sh- out with random strangers. I definitely took a stranger home that weekend. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. <laughs> Call me maybe. 
He will ever forever. He will forever be the call me maybe guy. He's still in my phone as, as call me maybe. <laughs> I can't delete it because what if he fucking reaches out to me? I won't know who it is. I have to leave it there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. dating. Dating. So dating in COVID is different. Different. I was gonna say challenging, uh, but it, maybe, but dating is challenging all anyways. by itself. Yeah. So it's really just a new layer mm-hmm. of complexity on top of dating. And I don't think any, it's my opinion and it's my, like I boil this down, like I don't think any of the new, the dating in the apps, there's ghosting and there's this yeah. and there's that. But I don't think any of that is different than when we were dating in person. No, so I agree with that. you could be out at the bars and chatting with somebody and having a great time and I, if I was just done with a conversation, I'd say, I'm going to go to the restroom. Yeah. And I would never fucking come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's true. I think we just, you know, we still, with, with. I would ghost your ass in person, but no one counted it as ghosting. It was just like, oh, that. And then, you know, they'd probably forget about it 10 seconds later anyways, because. Or We're on to the next. Three minutes later, somebody else is standing right in front of them. So. I think ghosting on the apps is, I don't know, I think people put too much, like, energy and focus on that kind They're of dwelling stuff. on that. It's like, it's the same thing that happened out in person. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> this whole COVID and the dating apps and everything. So, we're doing video calls. Okay, yeah. Tell me more about these video calls. I've had one video call, I, I guess. Because um, I peer pressured you into it, right? I think so. It he was... wanted to, you to cut his hair. Oh, right. This guy. I forgot about this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so. so uh, Miley. Yeah. Miley moonlights as a fucking barber, apparently. <laughs> let's Once go every, ahead and start sharing some pandemic. dating stories. <laughs> let's, let's share some dating stories. Yes, let's. Uh, so, um, okay. So, yes, I do moonlight as a hairstylist. has a hairstylist, Only I'd like to say. during pandemics. <laughs> no, I grew up uh, in my aunt's hair salon, so I know how to cut hair and dye hair and color hair and highlight hair and all that oh boy. stuff. But anyways, um, <laughs> during the pandemic, I was on Hinge, and I ran into this one guy on Hinge, and we video chatted for a second. Mm-hmm. It was the... I, it's just weird. <laughs> I don't know about you. It's been my only... And the thing is, I video... Yes. I video, like, because of pandemic... We did a lot of telehealth visits, right? So I was, all, I'm comfortable on camera. I don't think it's that I, I'm, I mean, I have a history of, you know, performing on stage and working on, you know, on film and stuff. So like, for those I'm, that don't know, she is an operatic singing voice. Did you, did you just say operatic? Yes. Is that a word? I don't, is yeah. operatic a word? Is. Oh, good. Shit. You scared me, bitch. No. <laughs> I just find that it's funny that that's a word you would use. That's but the anyway. word I would use. I'm very flattered. Thank Sounds you. Sounds like I'm a goddamn pretty... Disney princess. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> but um... I had the Star Spangled Banner in my head for like two weeks. <laughs> oh, you're so you're so. Kind. During pandemic, she was you sang the Star Spangled Banner yeah. and Oh Canada. Yeah, that was true. Yep, mm-hmm. I love. And you were practicing the Star Spangled Banner here in my condo <laughs> for days. I walked around <laughs> with that song in my head. Like I don't. It's a, it's a good song. Yeah, to be honest, melody. right now I couldn't even come up with the lyrics. I'm it's so okay. far from it. No but. problem. 
Anyways, so I, I I would like to think that I'm a person who's comfortable on camera. You are. And so when I do telehealth visits with our patients, I'm okay. I'm comfortable. You're but right up in that a, camera. But going on a date with someone on camera is a whole different ballpark. Even for you? Even for me, it was just so awkward. I don't know what it was. Okay. Uh, but there was a lot of awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> and then I mentioned that... I was cutting people's, like, people in my COVID circle, right? Like, right. at the time, we were talking this about... This was, like, May. Yeah, this it was. Like early. And we were talking about, like, you know, making sure you minimize the amount of people you're exposed to. Like, I had a limit of, like, 10 people that I was exposing myself on a daily, you know, um, um, not the daily, but, like, during... So like, from, total, I think. Total from... Probably from March to August? Yeah. There was only 10 people that I was exposing myself to, like... You know, and so um, I was telling, like, those 10 people, I was cutting their hair when they needed to. And then after our date, I didn't hear anything. It was a really weird conversation. We never, I would ask questions, but it was all very, like, generic answers. That we weren't really getting any deep, like. Maybe was he just, wasn't comfortable. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, if I hadn't heard from him, and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to chalk it up to, you know, didn't work out. Okay, bye. Then, like, a couple days later, he goes, hey, you free for a haircut? What? <laughs> I, and at that time, I was, I think he texted me when I was at work. Oh. And I was like, I don't have time for this. And I never texted him back. And I feel horrible that oh I. Oh my God, didn't I talk yeah. about breaking up yeah. with people by exactly. never responding? Yeah. I just, it's not that I meant to ghost him either, but I just Whoops. never got around to it. <laughs> and I feel horrible for that. But again, he was asking me to cut his hair. It wasn't like, hey, will you go out with me? You know what I mean? Like, right. I think I, if, he, if it was like an intentional, like, let's if spend time together. he was like, together. hey, can I buy you coffee? And maybe you'll cut my hair. Right. But it wasn't even that. It was just a flat out, hey, you or available for a haircut? Or he was like, hey, can cut? I buy you a hot cocoa? <laughs> oh, that's the, the, the fastest way to my heart. <laughs> Listeners, buy this girl a fucking hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, I'm putting that shit in your dating profile. <laughs> I think my was. love language is hot chocolate. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's happening. I'm so please, doing this. Please revamp I'm my so, profile. My love language is hot chocolate and chai latte. Oh, yes. Ice, ice chai latte. Ice lattes. chai latte? Okay. Yes, okay, please. Okay. Yes. Oh, ice you chai don't have to say anything. You don't have to milk. say anything. Just show up. Like, it, you know, later on we we'll talk about service, yes. baby. Bring me a hot cocoa. I don't even care what you're wearing. I will forgive you if you're wearing a sweatshirt. And this goes to a future story that we'll probably if talk you, in a few minutes. I don't if care you if you're show wearing up, a sweatshirt. If you show up at my door, yes. If you show up at my door front, don't fucking ring my door no- doorbell. Don't knock. Just set down the latte. <laughs> Walk away. Get back in your car. And text me that you left something at my door and you hope I have a great night. I'm yours. Heart eyes. <laughs> heart eyes. Heart eyes. It's so fucking cute, I puke. <laughs> right? It's, oh, yes. Just leave yes, me please. something you know I like and don't disturb me. Because if obviously if I was like, I didn't have time to hang out that night, like we're going to hang out on XYZ. But you pop over to my house and you leave me something fucking cute that you know I will like, and you're like, I just left something on your doorstep. I hope you're around. Die. Yeah. Dead. Right? For sure. Okay. So you had... Anyways, yeah. Anyways, but... Um, An awkward video yeah, call? it was just awkward. And then he asked me for a haircut, and I was like... <laughs> Crickets. 
So um, I do feel bad for that. But at the same time, I was just like, yeah, that was my one video call. But you've had a, a few. A few, yeah. Yeah, tell me more. Um, I had a few. And um, I want to say most of them turn into in-person mm. dates, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get-togethers. Any tips and more? that any, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and more? That's going to be a tag on one of our merch. <laughs> oh, and more. Yeah. yeah okay. Dot 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 and more. And more. I'm a very dot dot dot. I'm. It's called an ellipses. Yes. And I'm a very dot 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 person. So there's an insider secret, uh, like hot tip. If uh, you see a dot dot dot, it's probably a Mandy. Um. Yeah, I had a few video dates. I had. One that went, so in Hinge, you can video call in Hinge. It offers you that feature so you don't have to exchange phone numbers or any other handles or info with a person that you match with in the dating app. You can just, there's literally in the chat window, there is a an icon <laughs> of a video camera. And you just press the icon. And you press that motherfucker and it video <laughs> calls people. So... I have accidentally called. Like, I'm not kidding you. I hit this button oh, twice. You've accidentally? I accidentally hit the... There's like a... Um, I don't have it near me. How do you undo that kind of shit? You just have to hit stop. Fuck. But it shows it in the shit. history of shit. the chat for. I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> and I did it twice on the same... <laughs> twice on the same person. The second time I did it, I was like, fuck. And I literally messaged. I was like, fuck. I don't know why... <laughs> Fuck, I just video called you. Ignore me. I literally did. I was like, fuck, I don't know why I keep doing that. Like, I did it twice to the same person. Like, I don't know, my stupid dumb hand was just hanging out and touching things. Like, ugh, it stresses me out so hard. And this is not a person I ever intended to have a video call with. So, um, what's really funny. How do you, for, on my, on my app, the uh video call button is up at the upper right. Is it? How yeah. do you, I mean, you're messaging no, down here. No, but if I'm just like hanging out, so you also have to remember mine's on a different device than yours. Right. Oh, because you're on an iPad? Yeah. So Is it different? That's what I'm it's, saying. It's like. in the same spot, but um, I don't know if it's because it's so ginormous and the app itself is like just taking place in the middle of the screen. Mm-hmm. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, I see. I don't know if it's because of where my hand is hovering over it of like I want to scroll or something, but I have tapped it twice on this person. I don't know if it was the call or the video. Either way, I hit, I've definitely tried to call them twice. And the first time I did it, I immediately, and the second time I immediately canceled and I was like, oh my God. First time I was like, oh my God, I totally did that on accident. So sorry. Did not mean to do that. Ha ha, blah, blah, blah. And like, I just sent the message and I ran away from the app for as long as possible. Ran away from the app. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch that again today. And then they were like, oh, I'd be so honored to get a call. Like, I hope one day we do. It was like a person I never meant to match with. I actually, they matched with me and something in their message to me made me think, like, it was cute and it was funny, but I was like, no. But I, <laughs> their, their, their profile was just a no. Like, I could tell they just weren't my person. But I... I re- like they replied to me. Sometimes people will send me like a just a like or a heart eyes or like cute or something, and I will just say back, "Thank you." Period. Uh huh. <laughs> so sometimes I just send back a thank you or a smiley face, mm-hmm. and I don't give them I any but in. Yeah. This person like made an in, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna end this. 
with my classic how I end conversations on dating apps. Oh, we should talk about this. Yeah, so how I typically will end conversations, um, no one who's ever, no one who's listening to this has ever gotten this from me, 100%, but I will end conversations by saying, so I'm vegan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In the beginning, I didn't used to end conversations that way. I would just casually drop the vegan thing somewhere somewhere in the conversation something would come up about food they would ask me something about food they would ask me something about like pets or you know they would ask me something that would lead me my instinctual answer would have to do with my veganism and I would say I'm vegan and it would cricket (laughs) every fucking time I mean, 98% of the time. It, it was shocking how off-putting that was to people yeah, because I'm a fucking catch. You are. And if the one thing that you're putting me in the no column is... Because of vegan. I'm like, that's ridiculous. It is. It's like, like I'm overlooking you're fucking Catholic or <laughs> Christian. That's huge. <laughs> thing too right like i get really sometimes that i don't know if it's like people have no what's perspective right that is exactly what i was gonna say i was just like so you're totally lumping me into the no category for this one thing that shouldn't really be that big of a how is this thing such a big deal like such a big deal breaker right it doesn't make sense to me that things like that that for me are so scared right i'm just like how is that a deal breaker but again for me I guess everyone gauges like small potatoes differently like Mm -hmm. for me that's a small potato we can work through that that is not going to define our relationship right or break or make our relationship I mean but now you I'm probably going to try to influence you (laughs) in some small ways but like it's only because I'm right so (laughs) (laughs) it's only because I'm right it's a better way to live so (laughs) Um, anyways, uh, no one, I've I've only dated one vegan. I've been vegan for six and a half years. One person I've dated has been vegan and he was a liar and a cheater. So, (laughs) it's not like I have like the best quote taste in my mouth (laughs) about dating vegans. Um, he was a fucking liar and a cheater. Oh, he was a liar. fucking bastard. It's because of him that we're such good friends. Actually, you are correct. So, I mean, like I've known you since 2012. thank you. Yeah, right? Thank you for being total dickhead. Oh. Um, but his dickheadedness and, uh, uh, what's the word? Manipulation really made you and I a lot more chatty. I mean, we were already pretty chatty. Like, we were hanging we out. Are. We hung out with him and, like, things like that. But his dickheadedness really. It really offered the opportunity for us to Get, grow to grow and get to a deeper level of our relationship yeah because i think before that it was very professional yeah because we met each other at work and whatnot but and i think it allowed hangouts, us, yeah. like friendly, that's what i say yeah like we were friendly our exes were friendly as well mm-hmm. so we hung out but i think it was because of that that we actually like i don't know it allowed us to be vulnerable maybe yeah. and that's what allowed us to deepen our relationship i would I say think. so I, veganism is not a thing for me, but I casually dropped this guy the whole <laughs> when you line. Wanna, yeah, when you, I was trying to get rid of him, and yeah. I was like, yeah, so blah, 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 I'm vegan. He asked me something about food, and I was like, I'm vegan. 
And I thought for sure he would just be like done with the conversation. And he launched into like, oh my gosh, I don't think it counts as vegan. But I've been like 99.9% meat free for the last year. Like I stopped eating all of red meat. And I stopped eating all of pork. And I stopped eating this and da 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 and fish. And like, so I can't really figure out what he is eating. But um, <laughs> it launched into this whole conversation. It was this really long thing. And he started telling me all these wild things and like, I accidentally called him twice on the app. <laughs> so embarrassing. And then he was honored to... T- the second... Yeah, the first time he was like, oh, I'd be honored. I hope one day we do have a call. And I'm just like, oh, the fact that you said that is just a big boner kill. Like, <laughs> I'm not into it. I don't want it at all anymore. <laughs> like, I didn't want it at first, and now I for sure don't want it. I didn't want it then, and I want it even less now. So <laughs> I was like, fuck. Ooh. Uh-uh. And then... I don't know. He must have messaged me again, and I, I, I saw the message, and somehow I hit it again. I, and my last message to him was like, "Fuck! I don't know why I keep doing that." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like I am this old person who doesn't know how to use a button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh my god! Are you sure you want me handling your? <laughs> so bad but it stopped the conversation so i guess it was a good thing okay (laughs) you know listeners let us know what (laughs) phrases or what tactics you use to end a conversation especially for me now that i'm starting back on the apps i need yeah i need do you have conversation killers like sure fire like do you cock block yourself (laughs) (laughs) vegan that's how I cock block myself. I'm like, nope, er, vegan. So wait, I, did you end up having a videotape? Not video with this with, guy. Not the one that no. you accidentally videotaped. But with another guy. With another a guy. couple other guys I had some video okay. calls. So one the one of the, no, it may not have been my first, but like a guy I had a video chat with, we went, they they give you a time limit. If you hit an oh. hour and 50 minutes, they cut you off at two hours. Oh. I hit the time limit on oh. a video chat date with a guy on Hinge. That's pretty awesome. It was wild. Like, pretty talk, talk, talk. No real dead air. Hmm. Um, enough stuff in common and, like, enough silly laughs. We accidentally talked about politics and religion on our video chat. Um, not in depth, but enough to know that we were kind of on the same page about a lot of things. Literally hit the time limit. And then he called me back. And I was like, we can't keep doing this. It's after midnight. Uh, we got to sleep. So... Um, that was really interesting video chat. I had another video chat with another guy who I really didn't think much of. He wore, first of all, if you're going to video chat with somebody for a first date, you should at least make an effort. Like don't show up looking like a homeless person. Oh yes. Another. don't look like a homeless person. Right. Don't, don't wear your white tee or your wife beater. This happened to me. A guy wore his white tee and I thought, and then, but in the conversation he told me he was doing laundry. So I thought. The only excuse I would accept is he just came from the the gym. All of his clothes caught on fire. (laughs) 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 No, because coming from the gym, bitch, we had this plan. Yeah, we did have this plan. You're right. Build a 10 minutes into your night to throw Mm -hmm. another shirt on and take a shower. There actually is no excuse for Thank you. The white tee yeah, and the white no. feeder. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible Ugh. term for Ugh. a tank top. Especially but. for a first impression or a first date. Like, I understand, no. like, if you've been with somebody for a while, 
And maybe there are girls out there who don't think these are red flags. I just do. They're just not my person. And look at, yeah. If I, they're yours. They're not my person either. If they're yours, hit me up. I will give you his number. Because <laughs> it was not mine. He showed up to the video chat with a white tee. Okay. It was awkward. It was weird. I didn't feel like we had a lot in common. He's not my normal cup of tea. Physically, he kept pursuing, kept on. And his personality was like borderline cute. His jokes were terrible. But I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too quick. I hate to dismiss anybody really, really fast. Like on one meeting or one instance. So I often give people a second shot even though it almost never works out. Um, I like that, though, because I'm that kind of person as well. Do you? Sometimes, first time, you never know. It's kind of like the whole, like, give people, you know, like, do things three three times. times. I don't give three dates, though. If it's two bad dates, I'm done. But that's a different, but it's like more, the whole concept is more than once, right? Yes. Sometimes the first impression, not always the best. Yeah. And so, if there are some redeeming qualities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a terrible person, I'm just fucking out. But if there are some redeeming qualities, I'm like, all right, maybe I was too quick. I hate to be superficial and just dismiss this person on weird shit one more time. So we actually did meet up in person and we went out for like drinks on a patio somewhere. Um, he ended up just not being at all my person, at all my speed. Showed up again in a fucking white tee. I was over it. I was just... Yeah. I know this sounds... I don't know if it sounds elitist. Maybe it sounds elitist or snobby, but like a white tee, that's an undershirt. That's not like your go out date clothes. And I we I suggested he asked me where to go. I suggested a cocktail bar. And that is not a tire for a cocktail bar. Because they had a patio. So I was like, let's go to this cocktail bar. And you wore a fucking white tee. I don't think it's elitist at all. It, like, it goes back to this whole Thank idea you. of, like, being presentable, right? Like, for me, one of my triggers because of a past date is, like, I went on a date and he showed up wearing a hoodie, sweatshirt, and basketball shorts. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, here I am. I made yeah. effort to, like, do put my mascara hair, on. put my mascara on. Um, I picked out a nice dress because I wanted to look nice like it's not about actually looking nice it's about making the effort to look nice yeah and so i'm just like dude you just rolled out of bed put a hoodie on who knows if those are the same shorts you slept in i have uber drivers who dress better than that right and that's why i'm just like dude no effort it's not about being elitist or like superficial it's about like show me that you care and that i'm more like that i'm important enough to look presentable. Yeah. And so like the whole white feeder thing or the tank top, I get. Because I have no my whole thing laying is sweatshirt. Yeah. The fuck? Laying what? around your house in basketball shorts and white t-shirts and sweatshirts and fucking wearing flip-flops out to wherever is fine. So I had a first date with somebody who wore flip-flops. I hate you. And fucking Arizona. Damn you, Arizona. And your casual attire. But the thing is, here's the thing. You can still be comfortable in in hot weather and still look and show that you care. This first date was in September. That's not hot at all. Like, right. you know, like compared to like July or June. Yeah, so it wasn't like 100. Yeah, flip-flops? Mm-mm-mm. It was... Unless your date is at the pool. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually... 
actually be really down for a first date at the pool, though. Maybe because it's pandemic and I'm just older yeah. and chill now. And I'm like, if you show up with a pitcher of margaritas from Dia Libre, um, mm-hmm. two glasses with ice or plastic because we're at the pool. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm down. I mean, swoon. <laughs> That's a good first date. Ooh, we should also talk about good first date we ideas. Um. Oh my god, that's a great first date idea. Somebody mm-hmm. asked about this recently on Facebook, and I suggested something else because there are some socially distant, like outdoor activities starting to crop up. But um, yeah, you, know, you went on a recent date where you walked around a park, and I thought that was a really nice date idea as well. I did. That was um, his idea. Yeah, that was a really nice idea. I like that a lot. I actually done that a couple times. I did that um, once with the the. the the, the runner guy, the Spartan guy, yeah, Spartan mm-hmm. race guy, Spartan race, Spartan guy. race guy, and yeah. then now with the well, turns out a, his only interest in life is Spartan, Spartan races. races and I interior mean, design. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, he had some serious not interior. weird, not not weird in a good way. But just they're the, very the, different. The the yeah, having yeah. being Spartan Dich- and then interior, I wouldn't think that those pair up together. Yeah, the dichotomy of the two is really interesting. Um, but uh, but yeah. We should also do a, you know, a crowdsource of uh, good first date ideas as I well like during that. pandemic, during yeah. COVID, right? COVID. You know, like the park is a great idea. Um, I also thought like, the, so funny. I think, you know, now that I We did a girl's day at the park. We did do, that was a fun we night. We did a girl's happy hour. But something I was thinking about today because now that I'm back on the apps, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hashtag putting myself out there. I like that. Thanks for that perspective because yeah. I'm thinking like I have some hesitation, but then I'm also like I need to push myself a little bit. But um, hashtag go for this, it. This uh, <laughs> this one guy that I am talking to in the last 24 hours was talking about how he went on a bike ride around his neighborhood for Halloween because there wasn't anything else to do. Aww. And I was like, actually, a bike ride around a random neighborhood just oh, to talk cute. about different houses. Like he was telling me about how like I guess one house was completely decked out as a pirate ship. Oh. And I was like, shucks, Christmas and the holiday season is coming up and doing like a nice bike ride around a to random neighborhood to look at lights might be a really nice idea. And so part of me was proud of myself for thinking and being open to an idea of dating yeah. someone new. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing is like, can you bike with hot cocoa? Oh my gosh, that was the other question in my head. And I was like, I have a basket. I just need to get a cup holder. Oh, I thought you were going to say a little dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to get a cup holder for my cocoa. Okay, for okay, sure. okay, okay. But, Bike, cup yeah. holder, Miley, that's Christmas another... <laughs> gift. Got it. <laughs> Don't buy that for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like, we should really get some ideas for first dates. For yeah. during COVID, because with bike riding, you can still stay, you know, you can still have some physical distancing. And okay, so we know a little bit about infectious disease and airborne. So if you're moving through the air, like if you're literally biking and chatting, even if you're three feet apart, you're you're okay. I think so. Yeah, there's not much risk of yeah. getting caught up in another person's airborne disease. Correct. And I think it's also for me, in my mind, I think it's more so when I'm coughing or when I'm sneezing or when I'm yes. actually <laughs> actively spreading something from my insides out to the real not world. Not doing that at another person's face? Correct. Yeah. Yes. And so like, if I'm talking, I'm not really spreading aerosols to you, you know? Right. So I think when you're biking or when you're walking through a park, mm-hmm. I think that's doable. Yeah. Three feet, four feet. I think so too. Yeah. 
And so we should probably come up with some ideas. That would be cute. That would be cute. Mm-hmm. Hot cocoa and bike rides. <laughs> Christmas caroling. Yes. Well, not doing the caroling, but just right. watching the caroling. I mean, you could carol. I. That would be fun this this holiday season to carol a little. But singing is one of those activities they put on the no-no list. Did they? Well, not for like individual singing. Like you could go out and carol well, yeah, group, alone. Group caroling. <laughs> for but sure group is, caroling, yeah. I'm sure. Like that's why the bars are closed because yeah. it gets loud it gets crowded and when it gets loud people are shouting and the more you're shouting the more force you're giving and the like, more force the more, you're giving the possible air aerosols, the more, aerosols the more you're spitting like all that nonsense singing and shouting and screaming and then and add in alcohol you'll definitely be spitting or sucking face i was just gonna say that <laughs> However, I my mind is on sucking Shoving face these your days. tongue down someone else's throat. Yes. All oh, the days. Those days. Long gone. Ah, oh, to be 32 again. <laughs> or to be 34 wishing you were younger. Oh my gosh. Anyways. The days of making out with strangers, are they gone? I sure hope they come back. Me too, man. So dating during COVID. Um, <sighs> yeah. So I... Because the apps make you pick a uh, an age range. Okay, yeah. Um, I typically date younger guys. And I typically date older guys. I actually set my range for 34 to <gasps> 40. I'm changing that. You are? Oh, uh, yeah. No. What are you changing it to? I don't know yet. Oh. Yeah, I, I set <laughs> it to 34 go to younger. 40. You're going to go younger? Yeah. I don't mind the 40 for you. I might even go 42. Ooh. Uh, uh, oh, uh, look at her face. Uh, she doesn't like that. I don't know, I don't know why she's old. she doesn't like the eight years older. No, too much? Even with 60, six, uh, 60, even with <gasps> six years older, I'm I was a little like, nervous. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that, but maybe. So there's plenty of 40-year-olds that are reasonable. So, but for me personally, once it gets over like 42, um, I look young for my age and I, I, I'm not, I'm just talking about me right now. Don't get offended. (laughs) No, I'm not offended. I'm just saying I can relate. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So the apps make you pick an age range and I typically date younger. So I... For most of the time I'm on them, my age range is pretty small, which is why I don't get a lot of results. Okay, so first, tell me what your age range is, but I do want to follow up with saying, I think one of the reasons why younger suits you is because you have the energy and the passion and the excitement of, like, you don't, you're not the average 40, you know, like, you, (laughs) and that's something to be proud of. Yeah. But what is your... What is your range set? So my range is currently 34. Okay. To 46. Oh, wait. That's a big age range. Yeah, but I have to go young enough. No, but I'm saying that you just said that you have a small range and that's why you don't get... I have increased it. Um, I At one point, and right now it's currently set on this is a deal breaker. Oh. So it's only suggesting to me people in that range. You might not have that option set. So uh, when I turned that off, when I said this is not a deal breaker, I was getting a flood 
of matches outside inside like I just got a ton of matches um and a lot of guys who were like 30 and no offense 30 year olds 30 is just a smidge it's a smidge young for guys most of the time they're not looking for the same thing I am so I typically prefer for somebody a little bit into their 30s but by the time guys hit you know get over 40 if they've been single for a really long time they're you know I live in Scottsdale I get a lot of people geographically close to me um I get a lot of dudes who are what's the word um terminally bachelor (laughs) sort of really you see my face right now yeah perhaps really stuck in their ways and um you know, there's probably a reason if they if they've been constantly failing at relationships, there's a reason why. So, like, anyways, the whole chatter, you know, chatting with people is good because you get to learn why they're why they're single, what their intentions are right now, and some of them, you know, the the one guy that I was trying to get rid of, like poor bastard, his wife had decided their relationship was over, and she took to Reddit and aired all their problems, oh. and like he found out later. So it was a, kind of a tragic. thing but I was like you clearly weren't paying attention to things if you found out on reddit but um I just guys who get a little so I matched with a bunch of guys when I had my age thing turned off who and a lot of them a good portion of them were older than me like over like older than me like over like 46 and up so I was I was I matched with quite a few dudes or I shouldn't say I matched with a lot of dudes were liking my profile that were over 45. And it's not typically an age I would consider at this point. Um, and uh, one of them, uh, I wasn't so sure. I wasn't so sure about any of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of them, I was, you know, we chatted a little bit and he was like, let's chat. And so I was like, cool. Do you mean like a video chat? Oh, I remember this. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And he goes, or just like a phone call. I think my landline still works. (laughs) And I wasn't sure if he was being serious or kidding because he has like teenage daughters. So I was like, well, um, He's like, I don't really know how these app things work. I mean, I guess I Zoom all day for work. I guess we could do something like that. And I said, well, in the app, there's actually a little icon. It looks like a camera. And if you just, we just pick a time and we're both available online. You just push that little camera button and then it video calls me right from the app. Oh my. And he was like, oh, okay. And I said, well, the next time I have available is like whatever it was. It was like Tuesday. It was like a couple days away. And he was like, great. Do you mind if we talk before then? Um, something about like having like a bad week and really needing to talk to somebody. And I was like, no. No. And I just, and so other first dates I've had. I've had a first date. Um, one first date happened right when everything opened back up. So we did go sit at the bar of a restaurant. Um, and they were doing everything like fan fucking tastically like it was like two people at the bar and then six feet of space and then two people at the bar and everyone was masked and like the everything was super spaced out and it felt really good and safe and like open um 
first date walking around a park. It was like a smoothie date on a Saturday morning or something. That was a good one. I remember that one. Yep. Uh, the first date walking around the lake. Uh, um, yeah, I just have a hard time with guys who are older than me. Younger than me dudes. Um, yeah, I don't know either. I okay. don't know. Well, There's like a golden age range. And I think it falls between 34 and 46. I think it falls between 34 and 42. I was going to say, I was like, don't say 46. But I set my age. I don't know why I set it so high, but I can't set it any younger. No? I can't. 32? I just don't think I can. But I, see, this is good. See, this is the process of self-awareness, right? Yes. So my brother like, I asked want me, to. I don't mind the attention from younger guys. Like, it happens in the wild, right, online. Course. But in reality, it's just there's a difference there's a difference of where we are. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my brother and I have different views on dating and the process of finding your person. Okay. And he is very traditional. Oh. And so, like, when he asked me why I date. Wait, sweatshirt guy was the guy he set you up with. Tell me about it. I told him he, so we were talking <laughs> the other night. Was he setting you up with all Christians? Mm-hmm. You're so, like... he, he, has, he has a whole... He has about five bachelors set up for me right now. agnostic or spiritual? I'm agnostic slash spiritual. Okay, I tend to lean, I lean a, a lot towards Eastern religions like Buddhism mm-hmm. and Confucianism and Taoism. Okay. But there's also parts of Western religion that I also identify with too. So I say yeah. agnostic slash spiritual. Yeah. But he's Christian. Did you say splash? I'm not really sure <laughs> what I said. Rewind the I tapes. mean, you you did give me two glasses of wine, Somebody so check the tapes. <laughs> that's another thing we should put on merch. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so we have this conversation because he's very traditional about dating or finding your person. Yeah. And he asked me one day. He was like, "Why do you date the way you do? Like, if if you don't think you're ready, or if you like, why are you serial dating? Right? Like, why are you just going on a bunch of?" dates with random people and one of the things that I tried to explain to him is when you're dating you're also finding out about yourself Mm -hmm. about the things you would like or don't like yes and part of that is like for me when I date it puts me in a position that gives me the opportunity to articulate who I am to other people like if I don't know myself well enough how do I articulate to that to other people and if I don't practice articulating who I am to other people how do I know for sure that I do know who I am and so like um and so like I was trying to explain that to him and he was and he didn't really understand that so it's honing the skills of you but it's also honing your dating skills yes or communicate you know just communication and And it's not even just about you it's honing your dating skills honing communication skills like getting dressed up feeling comfortable in the moments of getting dressed up getting cute putting yourself out Mm -hmm. there like da 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 da. there's all of these things that it's like it's flexing muscle it's like crossfit it is you're right it's repetitive and it's getting stronger in those um motions and emotions and yeah stronger in the what i want stronger in the what i don't Don't want which don't wants are maybe more important than the wants that is definitely what i'm learning for sure but like it goes back to how you were saying like i think my golden like it's 
you don't know what your golden range is until you start diving in and yeah. trying different things, right? Like, that's why when I said, like, you know, 32, and you're like, actually, you know, I, I'm based on my experience. But you can't know that until you have experience. Right? I mean, I want it. <laughs> I want that 32-year-old unicorn who is emotionally mature, emotionally intelligent, emotionally available. Mm-hmm. It's it's really hard to find that in somebody under 35. Even over 35, the last few people I've dated are um, emotionally intelligent for the most part, I would say, uh, but if available, not so much. And one told me he wasn't available. The other one, I kind of figured it out, and then I called him on it, and he was like, yeah, you're right. So... Um, just, I, maybe it's just finding a guy in general who's emotionally available. Like a guy who actually wants to date yeah. and wants to date me. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not for the weak of heart. Is that a faint of heart? It's not for the weak-willed? Yeah, it kind of goes back to like yeah, effort, perseverance, just not giving up so easily I think that's one of my things as well oh I gave oh my gosh when I started that's a good point when I started the apps um about a year ago I I would be on them for like two weeks at a time and then turn them off for a month because I just couldn't I just I was like this is too much it's taking too much time it's too much effort I don't want to do this like there's too many people here. They're they're annoying me. It's so many no's. Like you have to weed through so mm-hmm. many no 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 to get to somebody who's maybe a yes, and then you chat for a minute and it's gone. Yep. So it gets discouraging at times. It does. It gets discouraging, and that made me turn it off a lot in the beginning, like a lot, um, a lot, a lot. Probably the last what is this November. Um, the last two months, I think I've had the app on consistently, and that's the longest I've ever gone with letting it just run and be on and not inactivating it for a few weeks because it just gets old. And it's not even much activity happening now because I've, again, narrowed my ranges of things that I'm looking at. But um, mileage-wise, age like I don't want to date somebody who's fucking 15 and 20 miles away. Like, I don't. If, if I do, you're coming here. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like, again, it puts part of what you, you know, you start to figure out what you want and don't want. I cannot yeah. be driving 30 minutes one way to hang out with you. And then driving 30 minutes home. Yeah, that makes total sense. It's too much. I have a lot of jobs. <laughs> you have a lot of passions. Should we share some of our stories from our listeners? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I'm excited. I'm going to pull some up. Do you have some ready to go? Um, I do have some. Okay. I have this story from my friend who he, he goes, um, <laughs> he was like, I agreed to go on a blind date with my friend's new girlfriend's friend. <laughs> so he okay. arrives at the restaurant 20 minutes early and he he ordered a drink and he's waiting there for a girl in a blue dress 
hair up in a braided ponytail. And that was all he was given. He wasn't given a name. He wasn't given um, anything else except a girl in a blue dress with her hair up. Okay. <laughs> and then... No. His ex walks through the door <gasps> in a blue dress with her hair up in braids. Oh, no. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> so he turned around and went to the bathroom. <laughs> And then he never, (laughs) he never. Did he leave? He left and he never like said hi to her or anything. He just left. And then when he, um, and then he called his friend and was like, dude, that was my (laughs) ex-girlfriend. How did his friend not know that? Oh my God. Clearly these are new acquaintances. I was just, well, it was his friend's new girlfriend's friend. But then oh. part of me is but thinking, still, I was like, wouldn't this? you like, wouldn't you ask for your friends? Here, here's the other thing too. Okay, because my brother did this whole thing. Me to you, I'd be like, let me see some photos. Photos. What's the name? name? What are they about? Right. Yeah. So my brother, like I said, he has like five bashers lined up for me. He won't tell me their names. He won't tell me much about them. I want pictures, names, age job <laughs> because Thank this you. guy that he set me up with on a blind date where I didn't know the name and he showed up in a, a, a sweatshirt hoodie and basketball shorts he, what, was uh, was this like a garbage person no <laughs> he wasn't a garbage he, like, person literally like in waste management <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he, he um he was he was just at an odd job and he had no aspirations of anything in life and what he looked forward to was doing laundry with his mother not that like i love i i my mom does my laundry i'm totally for it like my head's gonna pop off (laughs) but i'm just like i'm sitting there talking with him over our meal and you're forcing all of the conversation exactly i'm asking and that's the other thing too dudes when you're on a date like show some interest in the girl because i had to carry the whole conversation it was like me asking all the questions and he showed no and it doesn't have to be like the conversation has to be about me he didn't want to get to know me at all and here i am i have his whole life story because i was the one asking questions did this guy live with his mom yes he did okay and he was he asian nope okay Mm-hmm. how old he was 36 oh that's no yes i know and uh that is 12 years past acceptable (laughs) (laughs) of living with your mom yeah and the thing it wasn't like okay like for me like white kids college right fine two years out of college fine Fine. after that suck it up and get a roommate and get the fuck out of your mother or like have it and like for me i i it's not like if you're 40 and you have your mom like give me a legitimate reason right like for me my mom lives with me because she's disabled and she needs help and i'm taking and care of her this is a new situation correct like it hasn't been this very way. new like two months new and yes. the plan is once i get her settled close to me i'm going to get my own place like yeah. i am actively looking for my own place right now yeah. so it's not that like it was just because she was living an hour away from me and i needed her closer to me so i can help take care of her right but this guy he was living at home because he didn't have he couldn't afford because of his odd job he couldn't afford his own place because of his lack of ambition yeah to and live you know life. what that he's somebody else's person. He's, he's not my person. person. I 100%. need a person who has ambition or has the means You're to take care of himself. Multiple degrees before the age of 30. 
I just You're not mean, trying to be shacked up with some motherfucker who's living in his mom's basement. His mom's right. doing his laundry. He's 36 years old. He's halfway through his stupid, miserable life. Or at least have a plan of getting out of, like, getting, and doing better. No plan. Or, right. No and plans. hunky-dory having a great-ass time living with his yeah. mother at 30. Oh, my That's God. why I was just like, I just need, like, have a plan, have a reason, have something. Have a direction in life. So. Am I asking for too much? No. This leads me back to when I first became single. So, listeners, I was married. Um, I was a child bride. We talked about this. <laughs> if you haven't heard the episode, we talked about it in. Rewind episode yes. one. I was a child bride. Married at 21, divorced at like 25 sometime just before I was 26. And when I first started dating, I learned real quick I had to initiate four basic requirements. You had to have a job. You had to have a driver's license. You had to not live at home. What was the other one? Oh, my God. It was like, a, oh, oh my God, there were four basic things. Now I can never remember them. They were so dumb. But it was like. No, they're not dumb. They make sense. Because, like, if I'm showing up to the table with a job, with a driver's license, having my oh, own a car, home, a and car, a car. A car. Yeah. A car. A car. Yeah. So it was a job, a car, a driver's license, and not living at home. I had to initiate those four things. My best friend, Ben, also, when I moved to Phoenix, he also offered this other thing that he has as a requirement for his dating back when he was single, is that you had to be, quote, geographically desirable. Meaning you couldn't live like three towns away. That makes like, sense. And I was like, uh, okay, great. I didn't really understand that one because I only hooked up with dudes at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so it was fine. But um, now that's like a thing. But like now I don't have, to, I don't feel like I need to ask for those basics, but they always linger in the back of my head. And it's like, if you don't have any of that shit, but now it's bigger picture stuff. It's like, are you motivated? Are you living life? Are you just floating through mm-hmm. it like a turd? Like <laughs> floating <laughs> through a turd. <laughs> like if you're just like a turd floating through the waters of life, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. Like good luck to you. Have fun. Like I hope that is fulfilling to you. Maybe you're just not, I just have different ambitions and goals. Yeah, and you're for someone else. I am looking to get the most yeah. I can out of these years that I'm here and squeeze the shit out of this time. Like just yeah. yeah. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so this was a uh, this was really funny. How this this guy he you know my friend he was like I didn't know her name either like and neither did my my friend didn't even ask his new girlfriend what his her friend's name was. What a terrible friend. That, yeah, I know, but it was funny. Yeah. Do you have any stories yet? I can look through. Um... So one um, a listener of ours shared that she had a guy. I had a guy show me a pic of one of his exes on the first date. Oh, my. Followed by a story of his most recent ex where he used expletives to describe her. Oh. Like, first of all, it's bad form. Uh, yeah. To talk about your exes on a first date. That's, I mean, it happens. It's like, so, you know, maybe you're like identifying some triggers. Maybe you're identifying some things and you're like, well, I found out that I'm not really into this. But you don't have to bring up your ex for that to be a thing. Um, I personally, sometimes I will ask questions about exes or most recent exes. So if I'm instigating it, I don't mind it. But if it's just like a conversation and a dude's bringing up like super sore spots about their ex, whoa, you still have some processing to do, right? Like right. You sh- this is the X-Files. Like 
You shouldn't just be right. You so should not be bringing about, that up right. unprompted. Here's the thing: when we talk about exes, like what I'm looking for is to see if you grew from that situation. I'm looking or to see if there was an emotional response, right. and if you're still, yeah, if you were still digging at her, like calling her names, or or it's obvious to me that you don't accept any responsibility in the situation, then I'm like, ooh, you're not my person. Yeah. Like, ooh. You don't see that there was two people taking part in that. Exactly. I think and part of that, half of, at least half of this was yours. Half was hers. Half was yours. So anyways, she, um, another, this listener also messaged and said she had a guy show up drunk to the first date. Um, and she says, it's been a wild ride. I said, hang in there. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> um, what is this one? Oh, uh. Oh, weird. Small world. She said this guy, when he was bad-mouthing his ex, it was a girl that her ex talked to. It was a weird small world. We did have one other listener. Um, She said, I sent out a prompt on social media that asked, how did you know when the date was over? And she said, when I showed up to the restaurant and he had two friends with him. That's not a date. Oh my goodness. I was like, oh shit, that's a gangbang. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh gosh, how... Or it's like halfway to a gangbang. I don't know. I'm not sure if the technical... <laughs> I don't even know what... <laughs> I don't know how don't many know. technically qualifies for a gangbang, but like, um, it's not a date if you show up with two friends unprompted. That's not okay. Um, I mean, I've... I think I've already mentioned I have... Sh- Went on a first date with a guy who showed up wearing flip-flops. He actually took me to a really nice restaurant in town. A really nice Italian spot in Phoenix. Um, like a, a really nice spot. Wearing flip-flops and jeans. Um, I ended up dating that guy for a long time. I'm so. surprised they let him in. It wasn't very busy. It was kind of an off night, middle of the week type of date. But um, yeah, that was interesting. Hmm. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I'm trying to think if I've had any. Oh, I had a date, a first and only date with a guy back when I lived in Michigan who was a recommendation um, of a friend. He was like, you should go out with him. You guys would have fun. And I was like, ah, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I'd probably had a few drinks. It was like, whatever, whatever. Exchange phone numbers. We ended up going out. It takes me out to dinner. I think it was like the Outback or something. Um, I mean, this would have been 2000 five um takes me out we have dinner he says something about his place and i'm not interested in quote going to his place um but he lived really close to where i was at the time and i he was like something about his roommate will be home and stuck by his so we we go to his house with all intentions of watching a movie maybe i forget the premise i mean this was a long time ago he Changes out of his collared shirt that he wore to dinner and puts on like a t-shirt. Okay. And jeans. Okay. And. Something more comfortable. I get that. Proceeds to show me an enormous number of tattoos. Oh, okay. He was learning to tattoo. Oh, okay now. He had become his own doodle board. Ooh, okay. So there was a lot going on. Very, Mm. very random. Not a lot of meaning. Just a lot of drawings and cartoons. Doodles. A ginormous tea bag on his chest. 
like a picture of a tea bag on like his a chest. Drawing of like, a Lipton tea bag, a used wet tea bag, tattooed, tattooed, on his chest. It must have been permanently four inches, like huge. Permanently, like tattoo, as in like not the temporary kind, but the, the permanent kind. Center of his chest, like between his nipples, type of center of his chest. Like a Lipton tea bag, a ginormous Lipton tea bag, and I was like, that is so fucking distasteful. Um, and then he proceeded to offer me Vicodin. Okay, now, and I, I didn't really know what to make of that. I was, you know, what Vicodin. Yeah, you know, I have some tattoos done pretty... Like, he has a tattoo done every couple of days, apparently, at this point, and um, was into Vicodin to take the itch off. And I was like, no, I think that's called addiction. I'm gonna go... (laughs) I think it's called addiction. I'm gonna go now. I went straight to the bar where the person who had set me up with him was and chewed him a new one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was an interesting one. It was a really interesting one. That's... Oh, man. I'm still caught up on the teabag. Why would you even... <laughs> okay, first of all, why is he practicing a teabag? Because, like, why would anyone in the world want a teabag? So why does he need to practice so a teabag? But to do it on yourself. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know about teabags. <laughs> do I need to know about teabags? Is this an educational moment for Miley? I mean, it's rather... Is this something it's... I should just Google? It's rather crass. Okay. Like, it has to do with... The ball sack. Oh. Yeah, maybe I'll just Google when I'm ready. Yeah, it's not okay. I mean, if ever anyone references this, you should be offended. Okay. Done. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know what it is. I just need to know how to respond. Especially on a first date. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, who would love Lipton tea enough to want a tattoo of Lipton tea bag on your chest? But apparently there's more to this. Yeah, it's not about the tea. Oh, in my mind, it's like, the fuck? Why would you want a tea bag on your... Yeah, and it's not like today's terminology of oh. the tea where it's like the gossip. It's... I didn't even know that was a... Oh, my. I'm yeah, so... like spill the tea is like oh. gossiping. Yeah. I... And that's You know, I tea. promise, I don't mean to be this naive. <laughs> It's not like I do this on purpose. You're just very busy. You have other things happening. It's okay. I got you. I got you. This is why I date you. That is why you are in charge of my dating profile. And this is why I don't date 45 year olds. (laughs) Because they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. 35 year olds don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. Good. So if any of my date people on my apps ask me about teabag, I'm just going to say swipe left. No. Unblock. No. I mean block, block. Or unmatch, I mean. Unmatch. Yes. Okay. Block and unmatch. Done. No. So I read this story online. Oh. It's really sad. Oh, God. You're going to bum us out at the end of this? Well, okay. So he's like, this is the worst. This is, he goes, this is my worst dating story. Okay. He goes, I'm going to preface by saying that I'm a big guy. I'm 6'5", and I weigh 210 pounds, and I'm very clumsy. That's not that big of a guy, but... Well, he goes, the first time I met my ex's parents was at their house, and I fell down the stairs. Now, falling down the stairs alone isn't bad. That bad. Isn't that bad. But at the bottom of the stairs... Were her parents' beloved chihuahuas. Oh, no. (laughs) And when he was falling down the stairs, 
He accidentally killed one of them. No. And paralyzed the other. No. And he fractured his leg or his his knee. Stop. It's so sad. And he felt so bad. No. Oh, that's okay. a sad one. I did find another one I have from a listener. Okay. She said she dated a guy who, at the time they dated, was in pharmacy. He was in pharmacy school, working part-time as a pharmacy tech at CVS. Somehow, something came up about Walgreens and CVS and health insurance and transferring her prescriptions, something, something. And he said, I know. I saw your records. You were prescribed blah, blah, blah for a UTI. So the guy you were dating at the time must have been dirty. Oh, my gosh. Wow, right? Uh, and she was like, dehyd- uh, she said, like, dehydration could be a cause of that, too. He was like, yeah, I looked you up to make sure you weren't hiding anything from me. <gasps> what a violation, right? Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Holy. Talk about moral. Ugh. Like, morally very unethic. Like, mm. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So, yeah, that was that was something. Be careful who you date. So I had one person who I went out with over COVID um, early on, and we met up right again, kind of when things were first opening early on in the summer, probably. And um, I think we met at the mall because it was hot. So I think we met at the mall and just got coffee. And I think this was before, this was at Scottsdale Fashion Square. Yeah. It was before the looting. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100% mm-hmm. before the looting. So the looting, maybe it was right when it was first getting hot, like end of spring, first of summer. Mm-hmm. And um, so we met at the mall and because we'd exchanged phone numbers, he had Googled my phone number. Yes. And looked up all of this information about me. And he was like, so I know your last name is this. And it was really off-putting. Right. I know your last name is this. I'm like, okay. That is why you use a Google Voice number. And then he had found, like, two of my Instagram accounts. Oh, gosh. And um, was like, this must be your business page. Wow, you were being modest. Like... This is your. Per- and then he referenced things that I was like, I don't think that was me that said that. And later on, he goes, later on, he realized he had seen it on my Instagram page. And that's what he was like, oh, that's what I'm referencing. It was something you had mentioned on your Instagram page, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, wow, that was a deep cut because that was from June of 2019. Oh I remember the picture you're talking about. Wow. I took it before I went to a fundraiser. So, uh, wow, you scrolled, buddy. So it was just really weird. Yeah, it gave me the like I don't I don't have like last name or anything like that on my stuff. I don't have a last name on any of my social ever. I never have. Facebook has never known my last name. My last name is D E E. Yeah, I have friends who I've known since I moved to Phoenix in 2006 who didn't know my last name yeah. until they invited me to their wedding. And then they're like what is your last yeah, name? Yeah, it was so funny. I got an email from them and they were like, hey, or a text, sorry, a text from, I, I don't remember if it was bride or the groom because I know I knew the groom longer, um, but I've known her just eight, nine years, probably at least eight years. Um, and they were like, so we were writing out wedding invitations and neither one of us can figure out your last name. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it must have been an awkward situation because they're like, we've known Mandy for 
eight, nine years or more. Like, and he's known me for, like, 12 or 14. Like, 12 yes. years, probably 12 years. And I, yeah, like, I mean, he's partied at my houses. Multiple houses I've lived in. And at least three. At least three of my houses he has partied at. And my ex's house, he, he, both of them came over and partied at with us. And, um, yeah, very shit. Yeah. I also was recognized in a friend's cookbook <laughs> at the beginning of this year. And she was like, I can't find your last name anywhere. She's like, do you want your last name? See, you're smart. Recognition? Yeah. I'm gl- like, good for you. I didn't, I was not very careful. So uh, good for you. It's findable, I think, if you Google me hard enough. But I don't know. It's, if you're just looking on social, you'll never find it. But this guy took my phone number and fucking ran with it. It was creepy. Yeah. So, like, now I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, that's why, like, this Instagram guy that was, your phone number and you're started like, no, calling thanks. me or started messaging me, and he was like, I really want to text with you. Like, why can't we text? I'm like, dude, I'm not going to give you my phone number, even if I do have a Google voice number. Yeah. Like, no. It's weird. It's creepy. Well, listeners, uh, we are so excited that you joined us tonight, and we hope that you will uh, give us an idea of uh, what you're thinking. And sharing is caring. So... Follow us and like us on social media platforms, on wherever you're listening to podcasts. Subscribe. Subscribe to the pod. That would be great. We are officially on Google, Apple, and Spotify, the big, for me, three biggest uh, platforms. Yes. We're also on, I mean, Anchor's our home base. For sure. So, yeah. I mean, you can find us really anywhere. So, if you're having a hard time, let us know. We'll fix it. Follow us. Like us. At the Main Dish Podcast on Instagram, at the Main Dish Podcast on Facebook, um, anywhere else? Not for now. Okay. But if you guys have any ideas of where we should be, let us know. Yeah. Holler. Do people <laughs> still say holler? I say holler. <laughs> holler. Holler. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Bye.